Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, the sports betting podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. And like what was just mentioned, this is a sports betting podcast as we uh, give you picks to make and bets to make for the weekend in college football and the National Football League. We also will give you some tips on how to make bets, whether it be via the point spread. And this week, we're going to talk a little bit about over-unders with uh, sports betting. We'll do that in our second segment after our NFL bets. We'll start things off with our college football bets. And we do have 10 picks and two upsets for this week. These odds, by the way, from mybookie.ag. And these odds were as of Thursday night when this podcast is being recorded. Uh, We'll start on the college football side of things. Uh, The Pittsburgh Panthers are in Miami taking on the Hurricanes as 13.5 point underdogs. Now, both teams coming off uh, losses last week. Pitt lost on a missed extra point in overtime to Boston College, 31-30, while Miami got trounced by top-ranked Clemson, as expected. Uh, And now Miami looks to try to bounce back against a Pitt team uh, that's also looking to pick up a victory after a tough loss. I think 13.5 points is a lot of points. And uh, a Pitt team that plays pretty good defense. I wonder where Miami's head is uh, going into this game uh, because they had so much ramped up into that Clemson game last week, and they uh, showed so poorly in in that 42-17 loss. I wonder where their head's at. On top of that, I think Clemson showed you the blueprint on how to stop De'Eric King and the Miami offense. I think when you put those two things together, I'm not sure Pitt wins this game. But I think Pitt covers a 13.5 point spread. So give me Pitt plus 13.5. Next up is the South Carolina, South Carolina Gamecocks hosting Auburn. Uh, South Carolina actually an underdog in this game at home at 3.5 points. And I really feel like in this case the wrong team's favored. If we've uh, seen anything in the first three weeks, it's the fact that Auburn's not very good at all, uh, especially on the offensive side of things. I think South Carolina's better on offense than they've been the last couple of years. Uh, Their defense still a little bit of an issue. They got a get-right game last week with a huge win over Vanderbilt, uh, 41-7, while Auburn got the uh, luck of the officials in pulling out a 30-28 win over Arkansas. So I think Auburn's luck does run out here. Like I said a moment ago, I think the wrong team is favored here, and uh, that gives me all the reason in the world to take South Carolina, take the three and a half points just to be safe. I kind of think South Carolina wins this game straight up, uh, but I'll take the three and a half points uh, as a little buffer just in case Auburn's able to pull out a victory. West Virginia will host Kansas. West Virginia comes in 22 and a half point favorites over the Jayhawks. You can't bet on Kansas. Kansas may be the worst team in Power 5 football, and it and it's not even a doubt at this point. West Virginia is a good football team. They've had a couple weeks off to get ready for this. Uh, I think West Virginia, their offense uh, will be way too much for Kansas. I think they'll score at will. Uh, they might score 50 points in this game. I'm not sure how much Kansas will score, if they will score at all. Uh, I think West Virginia minus 22.5 is an easy play. Uh, I think West Virginia easily wins this game by four touchdowns. Next up is uh, Notre Dame, 17-point favorites at home against Louisville. 
Notre Dame, not very impressive last week against Florida State, but did win 42-26. Louisville looked even worse in getting blown out by Georgia Tech uh, last Friday night. Uh, I think Notre Dame has a bounce-back game here. I think they bounce back uh, and play better football this week. I'm not convinced Louisville can stop a cold right now, never mind the Notre Dame offense. Notre Dame minus 17, I think, is the play in this one. Uh, I could see a, a case where Louisville could keep this game close for a while, but I think at the end of the day, Louisville pulls away in the second half, and I think they cover this 17-point spread. Ole Miss, a one-and-a-half-point favorite at Arkansas. I went back and forth on this one, and I, I think at the end of the day, I think it's the better offense wins this game, and that's Ole Miss. And it's simply because no one has stopped Ole Miss's offense so far this season. Not Alabama, not Florida, not Kentucky. And, uh, you know, Alabama and Florida over the years have had great defenses. Uh, Their defenses aren't as great this year. Kentucky's defense is still pretty good, and they still score 42 on Kentucky. Uh, I don't see how – I don't see even though Arkansas has played great defense for the first three weeks, I don't see – any defense stopping Lane Kiffin right now, uh, except maybe Georgia, and they don't even play Georgia this year. And I think that's the biggest reason I'm going to take Ole Miss. A point and a half is basically just picking a winner. Uh, there's not really much to the point spread. I feel like in a shootout, I don't feel like Arkansas can win a shootout with anyone. And I think in order to beat Ole Miss, you got to get into a shootout. And uh, that's the reason I'm going to take Ole Miss minus one and a half. Semi-reluctantly taking that. But, again, I I don't think Arkansas can win a shootout uh, with anybody, never mind uh, one of the top offenses in college football in in Ole Miss. Uh, So give me Ole Miss, and we'll give up one and a half points. Texas A&M is a five-point favorite at Mississippi State. Uh, A&M coming off a huge win over Florida. Mississippi State held to two points by Kentucky last week. I think uh, the one thing you definitely give credit to Arkansas for was they got the blueprint for the air raid into the SEC, and now everyone is playing that same zone, uh, rushing three, dropping eight, and Mississippi State has zero answers for it. I don't see why A&M won't do the same thing, Uh, and I think that reason alone makes me feel good about A&M winning over Mississippi State and covering a five-point spread. North Carolina, a 14-point favorite at Florida State. Uh, Florida State played better last week against Notre Dame. I think that may have something to do with Notre Dame taking them a little lighter than they probably should have. Uh, North Carolina uh, into the top five for the first time since 1997. I think they're on a mission to prove that they belong in the top five, and I think they're going to take it out on Florida State in Tallahassee on Saturday night. So give me North Carolina, and we'll go minus 14 points on that. Boston College is at Virginia Tech, and Boston College is a 12-point underdog to the Virginia Tech Hokies. And I think that's way too many points. While I feel like Virginia Tech will probably win this game, Boston College has played some good football for the first three weeks. They're 2-1. and one. Their one loss uh, was to a top-five North Carolina. And North Carolina had to return a two-point conversion for two points to put Boston College away, or that game would have gone to overtime. Uh, Boston College did struggle a little bit with Texas State a few weeks ago, but I feel like they've bounced back from that. 
I'm not sure, like I said, that uh, Boston College can beat Virginia Tech, especially in uh, in Blacksburg. Uh, but I definitely think they cover 12 and a half points. The game of the season to this point is Alabama, Georgia. Alabama hosting Georgia as four and a half point favorites. Now, Nick Saban, the coach of Alabama, of course, uh, if you've been paying attention to the sports news this week, uh, tested positive for COVID, so he will not be coaching the game. And the spread had actually come down from a minus six to minus three and a half when uh, the news came out. A lot of people started loading up on Georgia, and then it started to bounce out a little bit. And I'm on the side of Alabama. Look, if I was going to take Alabama minus six, and I was, against Georgia with Nick Saban, I'm going to take Alabama minus four and a half. Uh, While Nick Saban is the best coach in college football, I feel like this team will be ready to play. They're going to want to play for Coach Saban. They're going to want to play well. They're at home at night in Tuscaloosa. Uh, I'm I'm not sold on Georgia's offense. Now, Georgia's defense is the best in college football. But Alabama probably has one of the top five offenses in college football, along, uh, right up there with Ole Miss in Florida, and uh, probably better than both of them in a lot of ways. Uh, this will be the toughest test that Georgia's defense has had all season. Uh, if the game was in Athens, I would lean Georgia, but the game's in Tuscaloosa, and I feel like this team with its back against the wall with some uh, – you know, with, with some issues going along with Coach Saban uh, testing positive, I feel like they're going to play uh, inspired football, and I feel like they'll cover a four-and-a-half-point spread. And also for the first time on this podcast, we're going to do an over-under pick as well. Over-unders, by the way, are basically a line that's set at a combined total score, and then you bet whether you think it'll be over that score or under that score. And we're going to go back to the Ole Miss-Arkansas game for the over-under. And uh, the over-under set at 75, which is extremely high. But when you're dealing with Ole Miss's offense and Ole Miss's defense, they can probably get to 75. I've got little doubt that Ole Miss will hit 40. If not, I mean, at over 40, actually. And I think Arkansas will score their share of points. Well, I don't think Arkansas can win a shootout. Arkansas, that's not to say Arkansas can't score points. Ole Miss has probably the worst defense in Power 5 football, um, along with one of the best offenses. So it's it's conducive for high scoring. They have gone over 75 in all three games they have played so far this season. I don't see why they won't be a combined over 75 in this one. So the Ole Miss-Arkansas game, over 75 combined points is what we're going to bet for our 10th pick. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we will turn our attention to the National Football League, and then uh, we'll have our weekly tutorial on our sports betting. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast, where our motto is, the only way to get rich is to bet irresponsibly. I'm Robert Ash, the host of The Degenerate Gambler, and we're going to move our attentions now to the National Football League. we got five... Uh, Bets from the National Football League plus an upset pick. By the way, I forgot the upset picks for college football, so we're going to go to those real quick first. Uh, Two upset picks in college football. We got Kentucky as a five-point underdog to win at Tennessee. I think Tennessee may have a letdown after getting up for for the big Georgia game last week and and not performing very well at the end. Uh, Actually, in the second half, playing absolutely horrible. 
And I think all of that's going to add up to Kentucky catching Tennessee at the right time. I think the Wildcats will upset Tennessee in Knoxville. And we'll also go with Duke as a four-and-a-half-point underdog to win at Virginia. Uh, really not a whole lot to choose from when it came to uh, to college upsets this week, so I kind of just took a stab at this one, uh, mainly because Duke has a tendency to win a game that just absolutely blows your mind every year, and I think this is the one. Uh, while Virginia is not a great team by any means, Virginia is a better team than Duke. But Duke's going to find a way on the road uh, to beat Virginia and uh, give you that head-scratching, what-in-the-world-just-happened moment uh, for this upcoming week. All right, now we'll move on to the NFL. we got five uh, bets in the NFL and one upset pick. We'll start. I'm doing it for the third week in a row, and I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, it kills me because it is, it's my team, and I don't like betting on them. But... The last two weeks, they covered the first week and won the upset when we picked them. Last week, they allowed a touchdown with three minutes to go, which cost them from covering the spread with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're an eight-point underdog at home to Baltimore. I don't know what's going on with Baltimore's offense right now, but it's not clicking on all cylinders, and that's the biggest reason why I'm taking this. I'm not taking it as an upset pick because I don't think Philadelphia beats Baltimore. But, I think Philly keeps it close because Baltimore's offense has some serious issues right now. They're not running the ball very well outside of Lamar Jackson. Jackson's been very average throwing the football so far this season. Uh, the receivers are having uh, having issues with catching the football. They've had a lot of drops outside of uh, the tight end, Andrews. Uh, so I think when you add it all up, the game's in Philly. Philly's going to have fans for the first time this season. This is their third home game, uh, and uh, the first time they'll have fans. I think when you put everything together, I think Philly keeps this within a touchdown, and that's all they got to do to cover at a plus eight. Stay within seven. I think the Eagles do at least that. So give me Philadelphia plus eight at home against Baltimore. New England is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Denver. Right now, Denver's quarterback situation is up in the air. There's talk that Drew Locke could come back this week, but nothing is definite. Uh, that's the only chance Denver even has in this game is if Drew Locke plays. I think New England uh, is wanting to bounce back uh, from uh, from a tough week uh, a week ago uh, with the Chiefs. I think uh, I think I really like the Patriots in this one. Nine and a half point favorites. They're at home. This game, if this game was in Denver, and they were nine and a half point favorite, I wouldn't touch it. But because it's at home in Foxborough, uh, Cam Newton's expected to play. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, New England's best defensive player, is expected to play. So I think the Patriots minus nine and a half is a good bet at home against Denver. Miami, a ten point favorite at home against the New York Jets. Hey, bet against the Jets every week right now. The Jets aren't playing anyone close. The Dolphins coming off an impressive 43-17 shellacking of San Francisco in San Francisco last week. The Dolphins are home for the hapless Jets as a 10-point favorite. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins. I'll give up 10 points very easily. Uh, Also, uh, probably the best game in the NFL this upcoming week. Green Bay is at Tampa Bay uh, in a battle between uh, uh, Tom Brady at Tampa Bay and Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. 
Uh, Rodgers, outside of um, Russell Wilson of Seattle, probably playing the best at quarterback uh, in the NFL so far this season. Devontae Adams is expected back for Green Bay. The uh, Packers are undefeated, even though Adams has missed the last three weeks. Uh, they've had other guys step up at the wide receiver and tight end position. Defensively, I think Green Bay has been underestimated how good they are defensively. And uh, I think it all adds up. Green Bay is a one-and-a-half-point favorite at Tampa Bay. There's a reason they're a favorite on the road. Uh, like I mentioned earlier with uh, the Ole Miss-Arkansas game, one-and-a-half is basically picking a winner. I think Green Bay beats Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay, you know, they come off that loss to Chicago. I don't know where their head is at. Uh, injuries galore, on the, on the, especially the receivers. Uh, we don't know if Mike Evans is going to play. Chris Godwin's not expected to play. Uh, I mean, O.J. Howard's out for the season. There's just too, too many question marks on the offensive side for Tampa Bay. I think the better offense, the better team wins. So the Packers minus one and a half win at Tampa Bay. Also, the last pick, the L.A. Rams. Three-and-a-half-point favorites at San Francisco. Niners were the third straight home game. They've lost their first two. I think they'll make it three in a row. Uh, I don't have any reason to believe after the performance San Francisco had last week with Miami that they can beat the Rams. The Rams have a really good offense. Uh, defense is getting better for the Rams. Uh, they won by 20 last week over the Redskins, which doesn't say, or excuse me, the Washington football team, which again doesn't say a lot because Washington's pretty bad. Uh, but it's a Rams team that that's played for the most part uh, pretty well this season. Uh, three and a half point favorites. They win by more than a field goal. I'll take the Rams. I'll give up three and a half points. And our upset pick is actually a rivalry game. Cleveland goes to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Cleveland a three and a half point underdog. Uh, this is the first time these two teams have played since the uh, infamous uh, uh, incident between Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph when Garrett uh, hit Rudolph with a helmet, in the head with a helmet, and was suspended for the rest of last season. This is the first meeting between the two. Both teams are downplaying uh, that incident. They're downplaying any revenge factor uh, for the Pittsburgh side. I think Cleveland's got the best running game. In the NFL, I think they have a better defense than Pittsburgh. I think Philly, I think I think Philadelphia exposed Pittsburgh uh, quite a bit in their game last week, and I think Cleveland takes advantage of it. Uh, so give me the Browns to pull the upset over the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, we'll go over our bets one more time on the college side first. We got Pittsburgh at plus thirteen and a half at Miami, South Carolina plus three and a half at home against Auburn. West Virginia minus 22.5 against Kansas. Notre Dame 17, minus 17, 17 point favorites over Louisville. Ole Miss 1.5 point favorites at Arkansas, plus the Ole Miss Arkansas game over 75. Texas AM minus 5 at Mississippi State. North Carolina minus 14 at Florida State. Boston College plus 12 at Virginia Tech. And Alabama minus four and a half at home against Georgia. Our two upset picks, Kentucky is a six-point underdog to beat Tennessee. And Duke is a four-and-a-half-point underdog to beat North Carolina State. All right, on the NFL side, we got Philadelphia plus eight at home against Baltimore. New England minus nine-and-a-half at home against Denver. Miami minus ten at home against the New York Jets. Green Bay minus one-and-a-half at Tampa Bay. And the Los Angeles Rams, three and a half point favorites at Pittsburgh, or excuse me, at San Francisco, 
with our upset pick, Cleveland, as a three-and-a-half-point underdog to win at Pittsburgh. All right, so that's our bets. We'll go to our tutorial, and it's going to be on over-unders. We talked a little bit about it in the college football segment. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about it again here. Over-unders is is simply, do you feel like whatever the total was set will go over or under in the game? And the total is set, it's the combined score between the two teams. So we'll use Ole Miss-Arkansas as an example since we already have that bet down. Ole Miss Arkansas is projected to uh, uh, to combine for seventy five points. That's the uh, odds on it at seventy five. So they're saying that Ole Miss and Arkansas will combine for at least seventy five points. Now the question you ask is, do you think they'll go over seventy five points or under seventy five points? So if Ole Miss beats Arkansas forty four thirty eight. Uh, that would be 82 points. If you had over 75, then you would win. If you had under 75, you would lose. Because, again, 44 and 38 is 82. And uh, 82 is over 75. So uh, I hope I, I made that kind of clear uh, with, with the over-unders. You're basically taking the two teams' combined scores and, and determining whether you feel like the two teams will combine to finish over that total or under that total. Uh, and, of course, uh, we'll talk about point spreads real quick as well. Uh, we'll use uh, the Philadelphia-Baltimore game in the NFL for that. Uh, Baltimore is an eight-point favorite against Philadelphia. So it's very simple. If you take Baltimore at minus eight, for you to win your bet, Baltimore would have to win by more than eight points. So Baltimore wins 17-10, and you have Baltimore minus eight, you lose. Baltimore wins 21-10, and you have Baltimore minus eight, you win. Now on the reverse side of that, if you take Philadelphia plus eight like we did, that means for you to win your bet, Philadelphia either has to win the game outright, just get the win altogether, or lose by less than eight points. So again, using the same scores a moment ago, if Baltimore beats Philadelphia 17 to 10 and you got Philadelphia plus eight, you win. If Baltimore wins 21 to 10 against Philadelphia and you got Philadelphia plus eight, you lose. That's how the spreads work now. The other question is if they finish actually the final score at eight. In other words, if Baltimore beats Philadelphia 31-23. All right. That would mean Baltimore beat Philadelphia by eight. Baltimore is favored by eight. By eight. So if that were to happen, the bets cancel out. You get your money back. You don't win. You don't lose. You basically get your bet refunded. So you bet $5 on the game, and Baltimore beats Philly by eight, and you have Baltimore minus eight, then or Philly plus eight for that matter, then you would get your $5 back. You wouldn't win the bet. You wouldn't lose the bet. You would just get your money back. And that's something that we have to watch out for here uh, when we do our bets. We've got one. We've already had one push is what it's called so far this season, and that was Cincinnati minus 21 at home against South Florida since I ended up winning by 21. So we got our money back. We didn't win the bet. We didn't lose the bet. It's basically a tie. All right, with that, uh, we'll call it into this podcast for this Friday. A reminder that we'll be back on Tuesday. We'll recap 
our bets from the past week or from this weekend coming up. And we'll take a look ahead to next week's games and some of the spreads so uh, going on so far in that. Uh, we didn't have a lot of games to choose from on the college football side this week uh, because of quite a few postponements, two of them in the SEC. I believe there were four games in all postponed. And honestly, I was going to take two of those. So we kind of we kind of struggled to get the uh, get the uh, the bets we needed uh, to get the ten because I'm trying to do ten every week in college football and five in the NFL, but we were able to make it. Uh, but we barely made it, and one of them we had to do the over under, which which was fine because it gave me a chance to talk to you how about how over unders work. So we got that all taken care of. Uh, we'll get off here. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. This is the Degenerate Gambler.